0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. In this podcast, we take a reading from Scripture each day. We look at the background material to that passage and also application for us. Once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. Welcome to the Illuminated Word. My name is Devin Morris, and today our passage is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 14, verses 7 through 14. We'll read those, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Here we go. Friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. He said also to the man who had invited him, When you give a dinner or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just also it should be noted because this is a very rare occurrence that the date is 714 and the verses we're looking at today 7 through 14 pretty crazy Luke is probably my favorite gospel Chapter 14 is probably my favorite chapter in the book of Luke. Uh, I love, there are just some really deep discipleship lessons here. It was in the first six verses there with this teaching on the Sabbath, and it's continued here in our section of verses we read today. There is the the big verse, maybe we could say, that I think usually sticks out to people, and, and Luke reiterates it several times in his gospel for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted Um, that line is essential to the Christian faith we're doing the Beatitudes with the teens on Wednesday nights and, and one of the basic tenets of the Beatitudes in order to kind of well I shouldn't say kind of in order to be salt and light like Jesus warns in verses 13 through 16 I think it is there uh, if you're not the Beatitudes, if you're not poor in spirit, mournful, humble, hungering and thirsting after righteousness, all, all the list of our Beatitudes, if you're not those things, you're not salt and light, and therefore you're useless as a disciple. And really strong language there in, in the Beatitudes. But there's that basic current of humility. And of being poor in spirit, you know, realizing that you cannot, um, by the work of your own hands, save yourself. That's what that poor in spirit means there. And and that's kind of undergirding this whole section here in Luke chapter 14, is humility. And he gives a really practical example for it. You know, if you're familiar at all with first century culture, there's there's an aspect to honor and shame that we don't understand we have an honor and shame culture no doubt in the 21st century there are things you should and shouldn't do and you will be shamed or rejected if you don't follow the social the social cues this is one of those kind of first century social cues was the banquet what what happens at the banquet he refers Jesus refers several times to uh, this person who is calling the banquet, you know, you're being invited into someone's uh, most likely home, place of gathering. Their their banquet, so they call the shots. There is a certain amount of honor you give to that person, and and that can be that we can relate to that. You go into someone's home for a meal, you should really kind of pay attention to the way that they do things. You know, do they want you to take your shoes off when you enter the house, which is, you know, some people still still do that. Um, you know, do you um, wait to pray before you eat? Uh, how is the food being served? Do You get it yourself, or you know, you have to follow the cues of the one hosting hosting the meal. And That's the same thing that's going on in this parable that Jesus gives us. Someone is throwing a banquet, and you should follow the social cues. If you don't, and you decide to self-promote yourself, that's maybe the the warning here in this parable is self-promotion. Uh, if you self-promote yourself uh, in this person's home, you're you're taking on honor where you do not deserve honor, where honor is not to be given to you. you, you run the risk of thereby being demoted by the master of the banquet. And this is, I mean, man, this is really calling out Christians today in context, though. Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees. This is maybe the biggest thing Uh, we could say that Jesus had against the Pharisees was this idea of self-promotion. Hey, because of my genealogy, because of my knowledge, because of my spiritual commitments, because of these things, uh, I should be honored in this way. These are the things that I should receive. This is the place at the table in which I should sit because of who I am. It's a self-promotion. And Jesus is really warning against self-promotion. Hey, if you'll just hang tight, if you really are living the way you should, if you really are committed to Christ, God, Yahweh, the way you should be, um, you can expect promotion. You can expect reward. Those are things you can expect when the time comes, when the master of the feast decides to lift you up. In the meantime, you wait. You take the lowest seat. You disregard all the honors and all the titles, and you just live the day to day. You stay committed, and, and I'm I'm co I'm mingling up our <laughs> our parable with the way we you know, live out life and everything. But hopefully, you see the 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 connections there. Um, so this parable really does presuppose honor, shame, culture. Um, we might. Scoff at the point, but we do experience that here and now. There was preeminence. Thinking about this parable, uh, preeminence was signified by proximity to the host. That's what edward says in his commentary. An obscured, distant seat from the host was not the place to be. You know, you didn't want to be far off. You want to be the one the host is turning to to speak to because wow, everyone's going to see that. Everyone's going to see the host. Of the of the banquet speaking to you. you know maybe this kind of coincides with the mother of John and James asking for them to be seated at Jesus's right hand when he sits on his throne uh, because Jesus will be turning to them to speak. Um, there's this idea of honor that's going to be given to her sons and that she she's asking for. She is you know not a self promotion but she's promoting other people but that's still not her place to do those things. Um, I really like the what I think may not really be um, picked up by a lot of people, but it's what Edwards really hits on in his commentary. I say really hits on it. It's the thing that speaks to me when I'm when I'm reading his commentary, when he talks about um, how, how you should say, uh, give your place to this person. That's verse 9. Uh, it's a cool Hebraism there that, that really means surrender your seat, give it up. Give 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 your seat up to somebody else, and um, I've I've preached on this before because I think it's such a powerful idea uh, of surrendering honor and surrendering fame to other people, and, and be willing to lift other people up. Um, what's what other people might see to like to your detriment, Jesus seems to really be fond of that characteristic, and, and maybe something we should pay more attention to. One last thing to point out here is the that, you know, the famous verse, I know I keep coming back to that, the famous verse is, is 1411, for everyone who exalts will be humbled, he who humbles himself will be exalted. Um, I've talked about this before, you've probably heard it tons of times, but I think it's always significant to to recognize, is that when you have passives like this, a passive verb, will be humbled, you know, the subject isn't stated there. Well, who's doing the humbling? Well, a lot of times in Jewish literature, when you don't mention the subject with a passive verb, you are implying Yahweh. Everyone who exalts himself, Yahweh will humble, and he who humbles himself, Yahweh will exalt. I think that's a correct way to read this, Uh, and, and it's insinuated in the text. Context would allude to that. But I think it's there in the grammar. I think it's there in the syntax of, of, of that statement, that Yahweh is going to be the one humbling and exalting. So I, I can offer any kind of exhortation this week. It is to humble yourself. And while it sounds very general, let's think of really some specific ways to do that. What are some ways at, at mealtime, in, in a communal aspect, that you can humble yourself? whether that be through conversation, whether that be seating, whether that be whatever it is, how can you give up honor to other people? I encourage you to find ways to do that. I hope you're looking for ways to love and serve your neighbor in genuine and sincere ways this week. Peace and love.